Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, I'm going to keep this simple. Welcome back to Straight Up with Stassi. I'm Stassi Schroeder-Clark. Let's do this. Welcome to Straight Up with Stassi and another monthly episode of Pour It Out where I answer y'all's advice question uh, questions. And let me just say, again, I have to preface everything by saying I am not an authority on anything. My advice is often not sound, okay? This is just what I would do in your situation. And today I have... The woman who created me, the woman who gave me life, the woman who just, she loves cuddles, she loves love, she (laughs) loves family, she loves my daughter, my mother, my mother, Dana. Mom, thank you so much for being here. I'm so happy to be here. (laughs) Are you just so excited? We're going to give people advice right now. I can't wait until it's just me, you, and Hartford doing this. That actually will be so fun. I know. that. Like, Hartford is a star. She's going to take my job from me. She's 100% a Nepo baby. She's going to be one. I know that she's going to, like, get on a reality show or start a podcast or something, which will make her a Nepo baby. And then she will be president. Wow. I mean, I would live for that. I am here for that. Yeah. Um, I want a room in the White House. So, like, that would be ideal as fuck. Yeah. And then I bet you'll put me at the very far end of the White House. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, uh, this is the thing. I feel like maybe we should like catch people up a little bit. The last time you did my podcast was probably like six years ago. (laughs) (laughs) I think it was um, when I, I think it was like Thanksgiving one year when you interrupted me watching The Parent Trap and I was really in the zone and I was just like, I acted out and was just like a huge brat because I really wanted to watch the parent trap do you remember that with georgie and nikolai yeah yeah i remember yeah but i don't remember ever interrupting you i i i just remember doing this podcast and talking about this story and everyone commenting that i was an asshole in the scenario so so there's that that that, tracks that was six years ago true so how have you been over the last (laughs) six years I mean, is there anyone you want to, anything you want to tell the people, tell my listeners, anything that you want them to know, any updates? Uh, Well, um, since you've had Hartford, you've been super loving and super sweet. You 
you are acting like <laughs> there not, is a gun to your head right now. No, and not an <laughs> asshole anymore. Really? Yeah. Okay. First of all, I'm not that much more loving and sweet. Okay. But like, I, I appreciate, are, are you, okay. do you mean that? Or are you just like saying that? Okay. So Friday was like a deal breaker. When you let her FaceTime me, when she asked for me and you FaceTimed me, because you're not a phone person, mm -hmm. you're not a texter, right? I'm not a communication person, mom. Right. <laughs> I know. When you're home, you're a hermit. Yes. So when I got that call, I, that made my day. It made my week. It made my year. And I got off the phone and... I cried. I know you cried. I cried. First of all, mom, that's not the first time I FaceTimed you with her. No, but she asked for me. Sonia told me she asked for me. Oh, yes, she did. Yeah. And you listened. And Correct. I thought, okay, this is progress. So I think that you are beginning to soften too because she's softening you. Right. Right. Well, listen, so, all the things that you want from me. Like, let me just say it here. Like, I am you. Like, well, you're becoming I, me. I am you. Like, I've always thought my mom was way too needy of my love. <laughs> like, needs, like, constant, like, affection. What are you doing? Wants to con be in constant communication. And I am just yeah. not really that way. And we've gotten in so many arguments over the years where I'm just like, mom, I can't be something that. I'm not like growing up. You used to call me your cold German child <laughs> because my dad's side of the family is German. So she would be I like, did. This, you did not get this from my side of the family. This is the other side of the family. But you still cuddled. Of course, I still, you still yes. snuggled. You were yes. still so You were my sweet little girl. But this it, is this has been something that is this. This narrative has has been since the origin of me okay like i've for as long as i can remember the cold german daughter is like has always just stuck out in my head which doesn't make sense because you're always like sassy you're italian and then you're like wait but you're a descendant of a swedish princess wait but you're a cold german <laughs> and now i'm realizing like i don't know who i am <laughs> well and, but you are a princess i am and you're italian you love to eat yeah. Yes. <laughs> you, you love you for telling everyone. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't? Yeah. Okay. Who doesn't? Um, before we continue on, right. um, talking about how um I've become you, let's let's touch on the Swedish princess thing real fast. Okay. Well, okay. Well, you are. How do you know this, that I'm a descendant of a Swedish princess? Because this means that you're a descendant of a Swedish princess. I never really thought of it that way. Really? You yeah. haven't? No, truly. <laughs> <laughs> so humble. Okay. Yeah. I've never thought of myself as a Swedish princess. I would sit at the kitchen table at my grandma's house and my grandma's from Sweden. Okay. And she would get out her jewelry box and show me she had other pieces of jewelry from why are you laughing because I'm, I'm i've been dying to actually hear this story yeah and i can't yeah okay can, okay i'm not laughing she had like three pieces of jewelry passed down from this bastard child <laughs> <laughs> this is illegitimate maybe <laughs> okay <laughs> 
Don't edit that out. <laughs> Keep it in. <laughs> so this illegitimate yes child yes okay was born from whom okay she said bastard i know mom but for the <laughs> sake of of this podcast and it's it's not the 19th century anymore we're not in the 1800s we don't need to say bastard we can say illegitimate <laughs> my grandma was born in what like 1903 okay well um okay so who were these people who were which swedish so but do you remember that that no, that awful family tree picture I, thing I made for you? Yes, I still have. I know you hide it, and you only bring it out at Halloween, Halloween because it's okay. just a vibe. So I like it's I have that yeah. side. No, I know, but yeah. I'm saying I'm saying who was this Swedish princess, or what? Like who who was it, Mom? Okay, well, do you know her name? Yeah, I did the whole family tree, and I have it all written down for you in that blue family book. If you ask me the name, I'm, I'm not. I, I don't know it right now. Okay, so yeah. she had a daughter. The princess had a daughter. No, or a, who no. had who had a daughter yeah, or a the son? Prin- the, the, yes, the princess, and she was very promiscuous. So she had a daughter outside of her marriage. Yes, she married um, royalty in. In France. Okay. Yes. Okay. All right. And, and outside- you know how those French are. <laughs> totally, mom. <laughs> and so outside of that marriage, she had a child. Mm-hmm. And that is where our line begins. Correct? The bastardo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I'm going to need to do a little more Ancestry.com. Like mm-hmm. to to really figure this out because no, I've done it. Okay, well, I can't go around like being asked about this Swedish princess thing and be like, you know what? I have no idea. I can't. I need the facts. I need the cold hard okay. facts. So maybe you should come over. <laughs> <laughs> so that means that Hartford's a descendant of a Swedish princess. So yes. you know what? I'm gonna fuck her up the way that you fucked me up. <laughs> And I'm just going to start telling her that, mm-hmm. like, uh, as of today, when I get to see her, when she wakes up from her nap, okay. I'm going to start saying, you know, you are a descendant from a Swedish princess, an illegitimate yeah. <laughs> descendant, but a descendant of one. And when she grows up, she can have the royal brooch. Wow. What's the royal brooch? You know the brooch. Mom, I don't. Okay. You have the ring with the stone. There's also the amethyst. Uh, yes. I have the with, amethyst with the stone, which I want to get reset because the way that you said it like 15 years ago, it's very 15 years ago. You know what I mean? So I'm going to, does that bother you? Wouldn't you want me to reset the rate, the stone in a ring that I want to wear all the time? Yes. So yes. it shouldn't really bother you. I don't okay, know why. Maybe looked- I should give the brooch to Georgie. Har- uh, well, she is your sister. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Georgie okay. deserves some. Georgie deserves just as much as I deserve. Yeah, she is a princess, I'm one too. of those fair sisters. So okay? maybe you should give the ring to, to Hartford. To Hartford. And then and Georgie gets the brooch. Because the brooch is very Georgie. So what does this brooch look like? This royal You've brooch. You've seen it. I have shown you the brooch. Mom, I so don't think times. I have. What's the stone? What's it, What are the stones in the brooch? Maybe you should come over. <laughs> <laughs> It's silver. There's okay. there's silver flowers and there's the amethyst in the middle. It's very similar to your to the ring. Yes. Great. All right. So now that great. 
give that to Georgie. That's fair. Now that we've got the Swedish princess, you know, mystery out of the way. Um, I'll make you Swedish pancakes. I do love fucking Swedish pancakes. I really, you know, if people haven't, if people don't know what a Swedish pancake is, you guys, let me just tell you, it is the shit. It is, my mom makes the best Swedish pancakes. It's like the thinnest of the thin pancake and she rolls it up. Like just, you just roll it. it, it right? Am well, I, order, I, I With a shit ton of butter. The, yeah. And I take the pan and I, with the, and I make it go from side to side to side to get the batter like really thin like it's it's, thin like a crepe it's it's thinner than a crepe how and it's literally rolled like roll you rolling it and there's so much butter that she puts in it and then you can just put whatever syrup or whatever toppings your swedish great grandmother taught me how to do that okay yeah she did Uh uh-huh okay there you go um Okay, so we've we've got that that debate out of the way. I'll do some more research, or I will go over to my mom's if, house and look at the blue book if with I, the family tree on it, <laughs> um, so that I I have like more legitimate yeah, answers. We can do that Wednesday when you come up. Mm-hmm. So had I known we were going to be talking about that, I would have brought the blue book. I should have warned you. You're right. Yeah. I wasn't intending on it, but as I sit here with you, I realized that we needed to set the set the story, set the record straight about yeah. the Swedish princess. Yeah. Okay. So, let me just go back to the fact that, you know, I I explained... Is my hair okay? Yes, it looks great. Gorgeous. I've explained that I am not the daughter exactly that you would like me to be. Um, I could be more affectionate. I could be more loving. I could be more responsive. I could be more communicative. Um, All those things. That sounds... That that did not sound... That came off really... What? Not good. You are not the daughter that I want you to be. You're... Oh, it doesn't have to be that serious. But yeah. like, I'm, listen, I have another, I have lots of great qualities. Okay. No, I, know. I know that. <laughs> I know that. All you had to say was, I know you want me to be more snuggle bunny. Yes. Okay. <laughs> but just know that I have fully turned into you. And the way that you treat me with like the desperate need for love and attention from mm-hmm. me, okay, <laughs> is how I am with Hartford. And Hartford is me and rejects me so much of the time. Like, we're going through a phase right now where j- over the last two weeks, she happens to be, like, very loving towards me and is enjoying being around me. But, like, that could go away and go back to how it was at any second. Like, it, I, it is karma. Like, I know that I am, my experience as a mother and what I'm experiencing with Hartford is my karma for not giving you all of the love and affection that you want. I don't believe that. But you said that you tried with Hartford. You got home for your from your trip and you know, you wanted Hartford's attention and then you you decided, oh, "I'm just going to go do my own thing." And you turned, walked away, went and did your own thing and not rejected her, but you know, you just oh, no, went. I'll tell you what I did just so that the the listeners know what I did. Okay. I came home from one of the legs of the trip and I was so desperate for Hartford's attention and to hang out with her and love on her and all that stuff. And she was just wanting Bo the whole entire time and was just like not about me. And my feelings were so hurt. I literally sobbed. Like I sobbed crying in front of her. I couldn't help it. Mm-hmm. And then I Googled, why does my toddler girl hate me? <laughs> 
and there are lots of Reddit threads about this. Apparently, <laughs> it happens to a lot of people. And one of the things that someone had wrote, wrote was, um, uh, "Go off and do your own thing. Like, worry about yourself. Do something for yourself." And this will make your kid maybe want you more. And I was like, fine, you know what? I need to redo my nails. So I went downstairs and started doing my nails. And then all of a sudden, Hartford just like didn't understand why I wasn't just like on her shit, like desperate for her attention. Mm -hmm. And she came down, followed down, sat with me the whole entire time while I did my nails. And like ever since then, it Mm -hmm. was like a breakthrough. She has wanted my attention. Right. It was wild. But I've tried that with you. I've gone off and done my thing for like weeks at a time. (laughs) And it has not worked. I mean, this is like what I read about toddlers. (laughs) (laughs) Do you see any similarities between the way Hartford is now and the way that I used to be? Um, Just the independence and um, her love of, you know, she loves doing her own thing. She loves books. She's fine with being her being by herself at this age. Um, she's so damn smart. You she's so smart. She's oh my so God. much smarter, I think. And she's no, you were so smart. Okay. Are you kidding? Fine. Okay, and I was so smart. You didn't do anything wrong. Okay, Hartford mm-hmm. does. Yes, and she does. From what and you did not throw temper tantrums. Yes, a Hartford does. Oh my God, she has a dark side, dark passenger. I'm telling you, Mom, I passed it down. It's genetic. It's in my blood. The dark passenger. It is okay. So, but your dark passenger didn't come out until you came to L.A. It didn't come out until I got an Adderall addiction. Let's be clear. <laughs> that's. <laughs> I feel like that's what that was. I haven't. Yeah. Uh, I haven't dark passengered since I quit Adderall. What, like four or five years ago? So, like that. The dark passenger is from irresponsibly taking a medicine that you should not take, a medication that you should not take. That's what that is. Yeah. Um, but dark passing kind of used to be fun. It was exciting, at least. It was not fun <laughs> for me. Okay. Well, so Hartford just, like, does dark passenger. And I talk about this, like, on tour. But I'm like, she's sober, so it doesn't make any sense. Like, <laughs> how is this happening? Like, how? Yeah. How is she? Is it? It's like my body, like, my genetics, like, my the, the, the chemicals in my body just over time developed the dark passenger strand. You know, and I passed it down to her and now she just has it. Yeah. But Hartford also loves grass. I hated grass. You hated grass. You, know, you, you didn't like being outdoors until you were a teenager and you had to be because your friends were outdoors. I'm nature now, mom. I am. I like being in nature now. I really do. When? Trust. Okay. I like it when it's cool outside. I like it 72. (laughs) I like it when it's like not too hot and where I feel like I can imagine walking through like the forest and and I imagine that I'm like in Pride and Prejudice, you know, or something like that. Like that's the type of nature that I like. Oh, you know? Yeah. I don't like sweating. I don't like camping, but I like to pretend I'm in a period piece. That is when I'm outside. so crazy. I just told Georgie, I sent her a picture of a young woman in with red, beautiful, flowy hair. 
and she's laying in a field of beautiful roses and in a in a beautiful floral dress. And I said, this is what I imagine myself like in a Marquesa dress when I'm trying to go to bed at night and I can't calm my brain down. Oh, really? Yes. I picture myself in an old English garden. Yeah, see, you really are her. (laughs) See, mom, we're more similar than you realize. Cottage core vibes. And then I take an Ambien. (laughs) And then I take a Xanax. Well, not right now. I have to take like melatonin. It's so lame. Being pregnant is just like not it. It's not the vibe. The world is not nice to pregnant people. You don't get to do anything fun. (laughs) Well, anyway, but yes, we are way more alike than you realize. All right, you guys, I have talked about ritual for years. I mean, years like that is my vitamin of choice. I will forever just be a ritual fan. It is what it is. But now I have just discovered their new Symbiotic Plus. Okay. Let me explain what this is. Are you somebody who uh, um, gets bloated really easily or like has like those has to wear like sweatpants more than they would like to? Have there ever been days where you didn't want to leave the house or go to a party or dinner because you just feel yucky? Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So Ritual literally created Symbiotic Plus with that weird gut stuff in mind. It contains clinically studied prebiotics, probiotics, and a postbiotic to support a balanced gut microbiome. So it's a delayed release capsule, and it's also a daily three-in-one because it's, again, the prebiotic, probiotic, and the postbiotic. So you might also be wondering, like, why a postbiotic? Well, it provides fuel to the cells that make up the gut lining and supports a healthy gut barrier. So it's a win-win. So you guys, if you have occasional bloating, gas, and diarrhea, like, this will help. This is what you need. I am somebody that feels bloated all the time. So this is just right up my alley. Symbiotic Plus and Ritual are here to celebrate, not hide your insides. There's no more shame in your gut game. That's why Ritual is offering my listeners 10% off during your first three months. Visit ritual.com slash Stassi to start Ritual or add Symbiotic Plus to your subscription today. So... I feel like we should get to the questions. Okay. There's some good ones. I listened to them on the car ride back from the airport. Uh, I think you'll like them too. Hey, Stassi. My name's Courtney. Um, I know you're there with your mom. So I actually have a question or a story-ish kind of thing revolving my mom. My mom's actually about to get married. She just got engaged. Um, This will be her fourth wedding. She asked me not only to be the maid of honor, but to also do the hair, the makeup, and she wants to get married in England, or she is. She booked it. How do I navigate this? Oh, she also wants me to bring my two kids that are both under six. I have a six-year-old and a currently a nine-month-old, and this is going to be next summer. How do I navigate this? Um, do I tell her that it's too much, too much on my plate? Another thing, the dress. She wants a pink one, a pink wedding dress. She's a little bit shorter on the fluffier side, and she wants a full pink wedding dress. Do I be honest with her? Do I let her do her thing? This is her fourth wedding. 
any opinion would be great. Any advice? Um, I hope you guys are doing well. I saw you guys in Boston. Me and my best friends drove five hours to get there. I was front row. I missed the VIP because my friend didn't know we had VIP tickets, but you still took a picture with me, and I appreciated it so much. Um, thanks for everything. Love you. Keep doing your thing. See ya. Okay, Courtney. First of all, when I heard that you didn't make VIP, I just gasped and was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. But then you followed up, said we got to take a photo anyway. So great. I'm so glad. Okay, lots to unpack here. Um, because fun fact, my mom just got married for the fourth time this year. And let me say, mom, you were a very chill, cool bride yes. about it. You were very self-aware about the fact that it was your fourth wedding and about the fact that your children have children. So it's it's difficult for us to travel someplace, like for all of us to travel to someplace. Mm -hmm. You were very understanding of all that. So like just FYI, just know that like I appreciate the way that you handled your wedding, like it was perfect. Okay. Thank you. She went and did her own thing with Eric, her husband, who also is her high school sweetheart. So like, how cute is that, that they like found each other in the end. And I love him. I adore him. They went to Vegas and they just like did their thing there. So we watched from afar. We watched like via videos and stuff, but I feel like we can offer up some advice on this because you have been there. You have been in this woman's position. I have. Okay. I have. Let's go over what she's requesting. Okay. To her fourth marriage, she's requesting that her daughter is the maid of honor. Fair. Mm -hmm. Also do hair and makeup. My question is, I wish I knew this. Like, is she a professional hair and makeup artist? So like, why did your mom request that you do hair and makeup? Maybe she's just good at it. I don't know. But like, to me, that actually seems... The kind of fair. Well, and I if think. she is a professional, then she's also leaving her business and her clients. True. Okay. So she also once is getting married in England. She has two kids under six and wants to wear a pink dress. Okay. This is the thing. That's expensive as Fuck. And is her mom paying for her trip? Who is paying for this? Who is paying for you to take off work if you work mm -hmm. and buy flights for, I would imagine, also your partner, like your husband or wife, whoever, or someone to help you with your two children mm -hmm. and paying for and flying with two children under six mm -hmm. to England. And so on top of that, you have to watch your kids and also do the hair and makeup and be maid of honor. Like it's a lot. It's a lot of money and it's a lot of effort. And I think there needs to be a conversation <laughs> <laughs> like yesterday. Yes. Like, wh like, what would you, as a mom, what would you want to hear from your daughter if she was struggling with this? Like, like I, it's not I would, it sounds like she su she supports the marriage. Like that's not oh, what it's yeah, about. No, that's it. That doesn't sound like that's the issue at all. I would hope that you would say to me, "Mom, pink is not your color." <laughs> <laughs> it might be this lady's color. I mean, I'm not. You I, gave me a beautiful pair of nude. 
shoes that were beaded for mine. Nude. Nude is a great color. Yeah. This is the thing. I mean, she's... No, It's her wedding. If yeah, she oh. wants to wear pink, cool. I guess it depends on the shade of pink. No, it 100% depends on the shade. There are some very beautiful pink shades. It was the way she said pink. And fluffy. I heard the word... I distinctly heard the word fluffy. No, she yeah. said... Yeah. And oh. that her and that her mom was short. Oh, I thought she said her mom was short and fluffy. I think she did. Oh, oh. <laughs> but she wants like a poofy dress. It sounds like like a very princessy pink, maybe like a cupcake dress. Yes. Oh, yeah. like would you rather like live your best life in your delusion? No, you would want to be told this doesn't work for you. I, I've already lived my delusions, so I would want. You to tell me, okay, Georgiana to tell me, okay, yes, I I I look for your guidance now, yes, okay. I also think that if you were to just Courtney, if you were to just like go along with everything and say yes to everything, you would become so resentful and stressed, yes, that this would end up affecting your relationship, like you would end up enjoy it, you wouldn't enjoy it, you would start fighting, you'd start like snapping at her for other things that aren't the real reason why you're mad so in the end no one would win so like a conversation 100% needs to be had where you establish boundaries I'm big on boundaries you say I can come up with what you can do like if you can make it to England if that's something you want to do and you feel like that's right for your family Mm -hmm. then you say you know what I can find a way to bring my kids but like I don't know that I can do your hair and makeup. I don't know that I can also play the role of maid of honor and plan things. Like, I think I just need to come and support you. That's it. Or if you feel like you can't even make it to England, like that's a conversation to be like, it's a fourth wedding. It's a fourth wedding. It's a fourth. It's fourth. It's a fourth wedding. I mean, yeah. And it may be the celebration of a lifetime for her mom, you know? Yeah. It may be something that's like, I've been waiting my whole life for this, you know, but it's a fourth wedding. Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, your brother lived in Pennsylvania. You're here with a a little toddler. And it was it was a it it was actually a, a decision that I knew that we had to make fairly quickly because our family was spread between the two of us all over the place. And I thought, oh, my gosh, just family Christmases are so hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just just getting just immediate family. It's so chaotic. I can't even imagine d- the demands of. Yeah. Have that conversation. Of a small wedding. for Yeah. Yeah. Have that conversation. And good luck. (laughs) You know, sometimes you just don't feel like cooking, or at least for me, that's like all the time. Um, I have just been introduced over the last like four or five months to Factor. Okay. It's America's number one ready to eat meal kit. Okay. So you don't have to cook it all. You don't have to chop it all. You don't have to prepare it all. You don't have to do anything. Basically, all you need to do is heat up your meal and that takes like two minutes. So let me explain. 
They are ready to eat meals delivered straight to your door. So you can choose from 34 plus chef prepared, dietitian approved weekly options featuring premium ingredients such as broccolini, leeks, truffle butter, and asparagus, and so, so, so much more. Um, I also love that they have this option that's a calorie smart option. So, like, if you're looking for calorie conscious options this summer, you can try their calorie smart meals with around or less than 550 calories per setting. So you can choose, you can go to the Factor website and choose from all of these different delicious meals. They're delivered right to your door and you don't have to follow directions. You don't have to chop anything. You don't have to prepare anything. You just heat it up and you have a delicious meal for yourself or your significant other or your family, your kids. It's so freaking easy. They also have so many different options for the menu with, um, depending on like what your lifestyle is. So they have keto, like I said, calorie smart, vegan, veggie, protein plus options, so many things. So this summer, if you're looking for nutritious, delicious meals without the hassle, simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh flavor packed meals delivered to your door with Factor. Ready in just two minutes, no prep, no mess. So head to Factor Meal com slash Stasi 50 and use code Stasi 50 to get 50% off your first box. That's code Stasi 50 at factormeals.com slash Stasi 50 to get 50% off your first box. Okay, next question. Hi, Stasi. Um, I feel like I have a question that you may be able to relate to. Um, I have a great relationship with my mom, but I definitely am not the affectionate type. Uh, I'm not the one to call often or say, I love you all the time. And my mom is definitely one of those people that would love to hear that a lot. She loves to be affectionate. She would love if I called her a lot more and just wanted a little bit more of that closeness. And I feel like you can relate in a lot of the things that I've seen. Um, How do you deal with that? I know things are a little bit easier when you have a baby and there's that grandmother relationship, but I still feel like I'm not as affectionate as she would like me to be. Um, So working on that and seeing how I can improve any advice would be greatly appreciated. Hmm. This ought to be interesting. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. This is the thing. I'm not going to be great at giving advice on this because I am still working on it. I'm still a work in progress when it comes to this. And honestly, I feel so blessed to have Hartford to just throw at you to like fill up your love cup. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> My love cup. Like I, I, it feels like, like I, I can use her for that when I'm not at my best self as a daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that since having Hartford, I have become way more patient, and that includes patient with you and your needs and more understanding of what you're going through. Like, I think, did she say that she had a kid or not? No, she no. didn't. Okay, that helps immensely because I'm now like when I find myself getting like annoyed or just like, I just don't want to be touched. I just don't want to be bothered or or feeling like when you tell me like I'm not making enough of an effort via the phone, I I try to sit back and just put Hartford in my position and me in your position. And I'm like, I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. Like having a kid is really the one thing that made me get it, but I can't change who I am. 
You know, like I, I, I struggle with this. Like I can't just like fully all of a sudden become this like overly lovey person. And I can't all of a sudden become someone who really enjoys the phone. Like I no, I know I, you don't enjoy the phone. I, I, I love when I get to but, see you but, and I love to like catch up and talk and sit at the kitchen counter while you're in the kitchen. You know what I mean? And while I'm cooking for you. <laughs> like that, you don't have to be cooking. That's not the point. That's not the point. I'm just like, it's I love being home and all that stuff. But like that's I'm better in front of people. But I'm also I'm like this with everyone. You know, Sonia told me Sonia is our nanny for anyone who is just now listening She's to amazing. this. The best thing that happened to our family. She told me she was like, you know, I think your mom thinks that you um, are much more like proactive with your friends. I think it was Sonia or was it? It wasn't me. It was Sonia. <laughs> I, think, Sonia. <laughs> I think your mom thinks you're way much more like talkative and proactive with your friends than you are with your family. And she just doesn't realize that you're not like that with anyone. <laughs> and I'm like, I know. Like, I think you think I prioritize other people above you. And it's not. I'm like this with everyone. I, I'm poor on the phone and poor with communicating. I'm like the type of person that when I see one of my friends, it's like no time has passed. I could go a year without seeing someone. And then once I finally get to see them, it's so much fun for me to catch up and talk and all that stuff. Like it's, and I'm also not somebody that needs attention, that attention from my friends or family members. Like I'm never like, why isn't Georgie texting or calling me more? Why isn't my friend texting or calling me more? I'm like, I'm good. I don't need attention from my friends. Okay, but I'm saying that I I feel like you think oh, that, that I am like that with my friends, and I'm mm-hmm. not. Like, I am like this with everyone. Well, I remember, I think it was about, I don't know, eight, maybe eight years ago, maybe seven, eight years ago. You're like, Mom, just, you, you got to stop. You got to stop calling me. You got to stop calling me so much. <laughs> just text me. Just text me. I'm well, really good at texting. I'm really good at texting. Um, well. Okay. Okay. Years go by. (laughs) (laughs) Like, okay. So you don't want me to call. You don't want me to FaceTime. And now you won't answer texts. So should I send a bird? No, mom. What what have I told you? I've always told you this, that I was born in the wrong time period. And I should have been born when people were fucking sending ravens to communicate. Okay. (laughs) That is when I should have been born. It's a really good thing you weren't born in covered wagon days because families would travel out and spend months with people before they left and go. Can you imagine having your relatives come out and have to stay months because they had to come out over the Alap- uh, Appalachian Trail and then Whoa. back, right? <laughs> okay. that would have <laughs> yeah, that would have been unfortunate. Yes. Okay, well, I've always imagined like, no, I'd like live alone in a castle and send ravens to each of my family members and they're separate <laughs> castles. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of, that was like, that's more of my vibe. Okay, so... Let's just circle back for a second. If let's just say once every two months, we just snuggled in bed and watched, I don't know, like one of our favorite old movies like French Kiss or Bridget Jones. Okay, 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 okay. You're you're getting somewhere. I would be (laughs) over the moon. Okay. Can Harford join us? Yes. That'll make it way more fun. Yes. Okay. 
that'll be fun. Every two months, we can bring Hartford in bed and have a girls' night yeah. and watch French Kiss. I was even trying to come up with another movie that when she might Harry like. When Harry met Sally. Yeah, she would like Bridget Jones. She'd like all of them. Mom, her favorite movie right now is The Fucking Mummy with I know. Brendan Fraser. Has she seen The t- no, Mummy too? No, because mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't need to introduce yet another one. Okay. You know, like oh, Bo's she, already annoyed she, that she's having nightmares. Uh, yeah, he, she didn't have any nightmares at my house. And by the way, she covers her eyes. Like, I know what all, scary parts. Yes, she does. She I, covers her own which eyes. Scares How me. How smart is that? That's so cute. But it, I know. But which makes me feel like I'm be doing no, a horrible job parenting her, allowing her to watch things. But she that, doesn't fully cover her eyes because oh, make sure you're talking she, to the mic. She she doesn't fully cover her eyes because she goes like this. And then I have to go like this. She's just and she pushes her own boundaries. And she pushes my hand out of the oh way. My God. <laughs> that is so funny. Okay. Well, I wish I had a better advice yeah. for this person. Just know, I think I wanted to to have this question still be on here, even though I have zero advice to give. To let this person know you're not alone. <laughs> <laughs> I am you. You are me. Yeah. And it is what it is. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> Hi, Stassi. This is Renee from Louisiana. I have two questions, one for you and one for your mom. Uh, First question is for your mom. I have a 10-year-old daughter. Uh, She's my only one, and she is very strong-minded. What advice do you have for raising a strong-minded daughter in today's world? And Stassi, for you, what lessons do you remember that were the best um, from your mom that helped you become such a strong, independent uh, woman. Thanks so much. Love you both. Bye. Okay. Okay. You think you got something? Yeah, I think I have something, (laughs) Renee. Okay. Okay. So um, just looking back on the way I raised my children, um, Stassi was very strong-minded and strong-willed the most out of all of my children and uh, determined to do anything. And I wanted, both her dad and I wanted to culture, cultivate that. And we told her, we always told her that she could do or be whatever she wanted to be. You know, all she had to do was um, to put her mind to it. She could accomplish absolutely anything. She was, not only was she just so smart, she was, no, you were. (laughs) Thanks. Well, no, I was going to say part of the answer to my question, to the question she asked me, it was like the lessons that I feel like you've taught me to be that person. I, that's one of my biggest memories growing up that I've taken with me and I use for Hartford and will continue to use for Hartford is that, is that I distinctly remember you telling me pretty much daily that I could accomplish anything. Anything I want, I can get. I have to work at it. I have to practice. But like whatever it is, I there isn't a dream that's too big. So like dream big. Like that's, I distinctly remember that. And I think that's so important. And there are lots of people like I watch like parenting TikToks all the time. And there are lots of people that disagree with that, that are like, I don't, you know, want to like teach that. Like, and I can't remember the reasons why exactly. Cause like, I'm always like, what? Like, no, it's, they want like their kids to have more, a more realistic view on life. And I still, I'm like, no, I will be telling Hartford 
until I die that she can accomplish anything. Why would you d- want to tell them anything else? I don't know. Because you, you know who else? That's stifling. I know. You know who else actually said this to me? And I was like, I don't know that I'll be able to have children with the, these with this person. One of my ex-boyfriends. Whoa. I like don't want to like fully call him out, but like I feel like you could probably imagine which one. Um, if you're watching the video, you can tell what you were just about to say. Oh, okay. <laughs> Good one. Okay. I was about to mouth it. I was about to say it. Um, he literally would say, I, I'm not going to teach my children that. And it was so weird to me. And I it, it, and I'm like, OK, well, I am going to make them think that they are geniuses. He's that not going to have they're children. special that like uh, it, it kind of goes along with the same thing as like teaching your children that they're special. Like a lot of people disagree with that and say, like, I don't want to teach my kid that they're special because technically they're not. We're all human beings. I'm like, Nyeh. it's not about being special, but I want her to think she's special. What's but, wrong with going through life with the delusion that you're special? What's wrong with that? But telling a child that they can accomplish anything if they want to and if they work hard to achieve their goals, that's not telling them they're special. No, I know. It just like it gives the same energy (laughs) in my brain. I don't know. But another thing that's just building them up, supporting them. Yes. Another thing that I distinctly remember from my childhood with the way that you parented me um, you treated me like an adult, I feel like, from the beginning. Like, I remember being... Because I wanted a friend. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like... I'm just kidding. How did that turn out? I remember you having... Like, you talking to me about your life and about just about things. Just about things as if I was on your level. You spoke to me like I was on your level and I was even aware of it that I was that it was special that you were doing that because I didn't hear other parents like my friend's parents talking to them like that so I just felt like oh okay like I am smart enough to handle this I'm cool enough to handle my mom thinks I'm cool enough to handle this that makes me feel important you can thank your grandma for that your mom or dad's mom my mom why? Because she was a psychologist and that's how she raised me. It was all about this, you know, one-on-one communication, not parent to child. It was adult to adult. Mm-hmm. Well, I like yeah. it. And I hope to, I hope to be like that with Hartford. I try talking to her like that. Like when we're alone, like I try and I'm like sarcastic with her, you know, like I talk to her like she's one of my friends and I honestly feel like she gets it. I feel like that's why she has such a good sense of humor. She knows exactly when to insert a side eye. She knows like <laughs> she really like she is cheeky like she is. Um so yeah. That was great. Those were great questions. All right. Hello. Okay, so I'm newly pregnant. I'm about 10 weeks into it. And since you have two children and a what looks to be amazing relationship with your husband, I was hoping for some advice on the moments that I look at him and think, oh my goodness, I'm just so in love with you. And then not even five seconds later, I'm envisioning choking him and everything he says and does and breathes, I just want to kill him. 
So what's your advice to me with this? How do I have a lovely, happy pregnancy and enjoy it with my husband? Because I'm not envisioning that. And I'm still so early and have such a long way to go. Thanks so much. Oh my gosh, that's so normal. Okay, thank you. Okay, so I wanted to ask you this. I specifically was like, we need to keep this question in because I wanted to know if you went through this during your pregnancies. Yeah, I wanted to strangle everyone. Each each Can you not just say each each one of them? (laughs) Yes, I just wanted to just, Mm. yeah. Okay, because I really related to this one so hard because there are moments throughout like the day or like and it changes so quickly where I will just all of a sudden be overcome with like how much I love Mm Bo and I just want to be near him and I want to touch him and I'm just like I look at him and I'm like I'm so thankful for you and just like all these things and I just love him so much and then in a matter of seconds you turn around and you're like there's just something or he says something like it in a matter of seconds that feeling that overwhelming feeling is just turned into just like I will kill you if you if your arm brushes up against me (laughs) I don't even I can't feel you breathe like it's and so I felt kind of crazy and I asked some of my friends about this and uh, a lot of them is like, I have been like, no, not really. I don't feel that. And it made me feel like bad. I'm like, is it bad that I'm having these feelings every now and then about Bo? Like I want to kill him or I just want him to not live in this house for a night. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like I literally can go from being obsessed with him to being like, you should stay in a hotel. I don't tell him this. Yeah. No, (laughs) it could just, it could just be the look on their face, the way they just look, the way they look at you. Right? Yeah. Okay. So my advice to this person... I think it's hormonal. Yes. No, 100%. It's absolutely hormonal. Uh, It'll go away. It will go away. That's the thing. It'll go away maybe, I don't know, three months after you give birth. Okay. Maybe. Uh, Because I'm trying to remember... It depends when all the hormones start to... Yeah. Just know that it's not like this forever. Like, it's not like even like there's so much that changes. I have to keep telling myself this because like I am just like don't feel very sexual while I'm pregnant. I just don't like I still am a a great wife and I take one for the team. (laughs) (laughs) But like I just like if it were up to me, like I just like wouldn't be sexual right now. Like I just wouldn't. And I keep having to remind myself that, like, this is a phase. This is not how it's going to be. You were like this with Hartford when I was pregnant with Hartford. And then that went away. It's like it it is always just a phase. And when I remind myself that things are a phase and it's temporary, mm-hmm. I'm instantly, like, able to enjoy myself. So if this person is worried about enjoying her pregnancy, just remind yourself that everything is temporary. Literally everything that you're feeling and thinking is temporary. And it helps you just be like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Do you have any advice? Uh, yeah, no. I mean, I don't. I mean, basically what I just said. Or you could just send him to a hotel every once in a while. Yeah, and get some alone time in. Have, it, have him spend time with his friends. Yeah, like I don't mind when Bo wants to go out. Like, God, people will like DM me and be like, you're really like your husband's going out and not staying home with you. I'm like, I want him to go out. I want some fucking alone time. Like, yeah. no, him going out with his friends is the best thing that could happen to me right now. Yeah. 
Yeah. Let him go live his best life because if he goes and lives his best life, he's going to be so much happier happier. when he's around you. Exactly. Exactly. Not like a caged animal. Totally. All right. And the last question. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Stassi. Um, Okay. I have two questions for you. Um, One, did you strategically get the 666 in your phone number for this hotline because that just seems very on brand and I know you're always about being on brand so that's my first question second question is for you and your mom hi Dana I just started following you as well just because you post the best Hartford content and I can't get enough so keep it up Um, my question for you guys is how do you guys keep a good balance with communication and seeing each other with your guys' distance on how far apart you live. Um, Me and my mom have a similar relationship to you guys, and I know that once I have kids, which will be probably in a year or so, um, she's going to be just in love and as crazy in love as you are, Dana, with um, my kids, as you are with Hartford. And um, my mom lives about two-plus hours away from me, and I just want to know how you guys are able to, you know, be happy with the time you guys see each other and if you guys are on a schedule, do you FaceTime all the time? Um, just kind of explain how you guys make it so you're both happy with the amount of time you all get to see each other. All right. Thank you. Love you guys. Bye. Okay. <laughs> First of all, can I complain about something real fast? Sure. You guys, I have an issue with FaceTime. I, I really do. Because it's becoming an epidemic and my mom FaceTimes every single one of my siblings. Like when my mom comes over to my house, she spends 60% of the time FaceTiming all my other siblings as well. You're exaggerating. And I just, you you will be in public or like you love to face it. And it's not just you now. Georgie does it. Everybody, Everybody does it. They FaceTime in public and then the rest of us have to be silent. Like my issue with FaceTime is we all have to be quiet and listen to your conversation. No one excuses themselves anymore and goes to a separate room and FaceTimes. It's like so crazy to me. FaceTime culture. Like it really is. Well, you don't like communication. Mm -hmm. So you really don't like FaceTiming. Yes. Okay. Like I can handle a phone call every now and then. Right. But a FaceTime, it's it's so so aggressive. So overwhelming for you. Yes. Okay. So FaceTime is, okay, it is the best thing for a mother, for a grandmother, for a grandfather, for somebody that's far away that doesn't get to see their family. I get it. Okay. Me. I understand. First of all, mom, you do <laughs> see your family all the time. Yes, because I FaceTime them every single day because the ki- my kids are the light of my life. Okay. Uh-huh. And... I FaceTime you every day, but you just—it honestly—it <laughs> makes me laugh. You and Georgie still try and FaceTime me almost every day. Yeah, and Bo will literally look over and be like, "When are they going to learn that you're not going to pick up?" <laughs> no. I'm like, I don't know. Like they're crazy bitches. No, I've had these conversations with them where I'm like, "You guys, I'm never going to answer your fa- your cold FaceTime call. Maybe I'll answer if like you text me and it's like, "Hey, I need to FaceTime you okay. real fast." We, like a cold call? We've just no. stopped 
calling each other because why do a phone call when you can see one another? There's no misunderstanding words when you can see expression. Right? Okay. Right. And I used to get myself in trouble through texting. Okay. And sometimes conversation. So when I'm FaceTiming my children, I have the benefit of seeing their loving eyes. (laughs) (laughs) And there's no miscommunication about anything. Okay. I hear that. I I understand. It's just. And yeah, they're all on board. It's just like boring. And I'm waiting for Hartford to get just her own tablet with just grandma's number. So Uh that's all she has is a tablet with grandma's number. That's it. That's all I want. So she can hit click it and call grandma. Okay. Listen, I understand. It's just like when people FaceTime each other, it looks so boring. And like your arm starts to hurt. You know, you're holding up this phone in front of your face. And like, that's exhausting. Well, it may be for some people, but that's what we like to do as our family. Okay. Without you. <laughs> you'll you'll get on board soon. I don't think I will. You will. <laughs> I really don't. Okay. Okay. Um, wait until you have this charming little boy. Okay. I think I will get on board once I'm wanting to FaceTime them. So in like 10 years-ish. Yeah. Like I think that's more. when when I'm just like missing them so much and I just mm-hmm. need to see them. Like then I'll become a FaceTime queen. Um, as far as the rest of this question, how, how, how are you liking the communication (laughs) based on how far we live from each other? Well, when you first moved in here, I was so excited when you said, oh, we have a mother-in-law quarters for you. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's downstairs on the third level. And I was like, okay, great. Mm -hmm. Downstairs on the third level. And then a year later, after COVID, it got named the man cave. Or the gentleman's library. library. Now it's the gentleman's library. Yeah, but it still is where you stay. That's where when people come, that's where they stay. Right. But it was the mother-in-law quarter. No, mom, guess what? So I don't I think I don't think I ever called it. So Issa and I felt really special that it was, you know, the mother-in-law quarter. Oh, okay. Right? So, so I was like, okay, yeah, we're going to, she's going to call me a lot and want me to come down because it's the mother-in-law quarter. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So mama, you see, we so, no, see each other a lot because I say, can I come down and see you and see my granddaughter? You never call and say, mom, you know. I really just want to see you. Because you already are doing it. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone just comes to me. I don't need to. (laughs) Right. So to answer this girl's question, I don't know how close you are with your mom or if your mom is the one that is like the aggressor. (laughs) (laughs) The aggressor. Well, because I'm obviously the yes. aggressor, the needy one. In yes. The, yeah. It's just like the mother role. Just like I'm the aggressor with Hartford. I'm the needy one with Hartford. So okay. you're saying her mom has to initiate 
everything. Yeah I, think, no. yeah, I think it's up to the moms. I think you're the adult. You're the one who chose to have me. It's up to you. Wow. And just like I'm the adult with Hartford, I chose to have her. It's up to me. Like I, I'm the response. I'm. It's my responsibility. Yeah, that's a that's a scapegoat. Okay, because. <laughs> Your brother FaceTimes me every morning and Georgie FaceTimes me five times That's a day. That's because Georgie's needy and Hunter and Nikolai are mama's boys. So like, there's that. <laughs> this girl got no advice. <laughs> okay, those were excellent okay. questions. My advice is <laughs> let your mom come down and see you and your baby as Future much as she Yeah, wants. because you never know what... What happens in life. So, yeah, as, no, I understand. As much as, yes, because. Mom, I'm literally coming up to Lake Arrowhead in two days. God, mom, God. <laughs> <laughs> How many nights are you staying? Just one, because no, we have to, because Sheena Manina is coming in town with her baby. So, our baby. Oh, your are- friend? <laughs> it's the only day I can see her. Mom, it's literally the only day I can see her. And our babies have never met before. So, like, it's a huge deal. Okay. So, I have to come back Thursday. Okay. So, when are you coming back up to go out on the boat? Or We'll come up with a time. We'll figure something out. My tour ends on my birthday. Before Thanksgiving? Before Thanksgiving. Okay. <laughs> you guys heard that. <laughs> That's on the record. No, Bo's been asking to go up to Arrowhead. He loves going out on the boat and he loves it. So like, yes. And I want Hartford to go have some boat time. But but you remember the last time Mom, you I'm were pregnant and on the boat? Yeah. I even remember that. Listen, I didn't want to be photographed. Okay. <laughs> You're not going to want to be photographed. I know. I'm not going to want to. You're no. going to be mad. Do you know how hard it is to, to go on stage and like take all these photos with people when you, you like so just beautiful. don't thank you so much but there's just something like being pregnant I don't feel my most confident I know I, I didn't and like I just don't like looking at like images and video of myself a lot and so it's so let's go on a national so tour. let's go on a national <laughs> podcast tour no it's been tough like I've had to literally talk myself out of just like the bad thoughts I have about myself and be like no you are beautiful you should call you are me strong. when you, you feel cool. that way I will talk you but you're gonna think I'm beautiful no matter what like that's the thing like just like when Bo's like tells me that I'm beautiful I'm like you're gonna think that you're my husband like I know that you think that about me so like it's like I, I, I need validation from strangers <laughs> she says this because Taylor and I say every time we FaceTime you on the road you always say how pretty she looks she does always she does and that's because so she birthed nice. me yeah I know she birthed me though but she believes it yeah it's I tell genuine. Georgie when she her roots are grown out or when she <laughs> <laughs> or when she needs to put on makeup <laughs> So she's honest, too. Yeah. Okay. All right. That makes me feel better. Okay. Thank you. Um, okay. Um, thank you so much for being here, you guys. Uh, if you want to check out my mom's jewelry, we designed a bunch of pieces this past year together uh, with the inspo being Marie Antoinette. There are a bunch with like freshwater pearls. That's what I call them. Right? That's what you call them, right? Mm-hmm. And or Baroque pearls. Yeah. Baro- Baroque pearls. There's some with like a little bow on it. There's just so many cute pieces that we designed over the last year. And if you want to go check them out, you can go to her Instagram or her Etsy account. Mm-hmm. Where, what exactly? It, 
Yeah, we're yeah we're, we're revamping it, but yeah, right now it still is Georgie Jules on Etsy. Yeah, but we're we're changing it to Dana Wyland. It's just going to be under my name. So many people were in VIP lines, mm-hmm. like on every single show. There's, I feel like there's at least like two to three girls that are wearing your pieces. That is so cool. Yeah, I love it. It is really cool. Thank you so much for doing yeah, this. Yeah, I had fun. Now I get to go see my baby. No, we're going to go snuggle. <laughs> no. <laughs> this is the second time that I've had to get off the plane and come immediately to this to, yeah. a, to go straight to the studio without seeing Hartford. I and know. Record a Doesn't podcast. your heart just hurt? No, it kills Ugh, me. I I'm know. like I, I'm my heart's hurting right now, too. Let's go snuggle her. <laughs> OK, bye, guys. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.